You are worthy. You are enough. You are gifted free will. You have choice. You are loved beyond measure. You are cherished. Become the golden child, pure of heart, and know that you are loved. Welcome to your awakening journey. Today's destinations include higher consciousness and actualized potential. If all ascenders could now please be seated in a comfortable meditative posture, we're about to ascend. You are now arriving at your host, Brian Henry. What is up, Ascenders? You're now listening to the Awaken Podcast, on which we dive into some conscious and expansive conversation in aim of assisting you and our planetary collective in ascending to higher planes of consciousness and actualizing greater degrees of potential. This is the ascending journey on which you are awakening to who you really are and becoming who you wish to be. My name is Brian Henry. I'm the founder of Together We Ascend and the Ascend Academy over at togetherweascend.com and your host of the show. For those of you that might be joining us for the very first time, I want to welcome you and to our returning listeners, welcome back Ascenders. Thank you for all the ongoing support. It's been an exciting, exciting time these last few weeks especially. Um, things have been popping in the ascend academy with the release of a few with the release of a couple episodes that took the collective by storm um episode 33 with Lori lad ended up blowing up a little bit and that's led to a influx of energy coming to our community and the ascend academy so um it's a very exciting time that we're in right now with all the light workers that are coming together and uniting in aim of serving the all. The Ascend Academy, our doors are still open looking for the souls that are here ready to step into a greater service. If you're interested and you're feeling a sense of resonance with this message, you can head on over to academy.togetherweascend.com to learn more about what we got going on. You're here for both, both the presence and the practice, the remembering and the learning, the awakening to who you really are. Our guest in this episode, Anja Megaline, has remembered who she is. And in expressing her light, she's here to remind you of who you are too. She's remembered herself as a child of God, a co-creator with Source, and a being of love. This is what we are. And in tuning into this episode and hearing this amazing being share her light and her stories, I believe that it'll help awaken a remembrance in you. If you're ready to remember who you really are, Remember the love that you are. Keep on listening. 
This is my conversation with the beautiful Anja. All right. I think we might be live. Yeah, we are live. We are. And we are alive. <laughs> <laughs> we are about to come into a greater sense of aliveness. Well, that's at least been my experience. Each and every time I connect with this beautiful being that I get to share space with in this moment, that I get to come together with to shine our lights together. Andra, thank you for being here. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for all the amazing energy that you've been bringing to me over these past few weeks of connecting with one another. And now we get to have some fun having the same type of conversation I bet that we have been having. Same absolutely uplifting, expansive conversations that each and every time we've been speaking has unfolded. But now we get to do it in the service of others. So thank you again for being here. Thank you, Brian. It has been such a pleasure to work with you. I absolutely love who you be. And you be love. You are so loving. Not only are you loving, you just are. You are. You are love. Just like I am. And we all are. And working with you, I have had a more profound sense of that deeper, all-encompassing, unconditional, fully present in this now. Oh, that gave me chills. That <laughs> kind of love. So thank you. Thank you for having me on here. I'm really looking forward to playing and having some fun. To know that I've had any sort of positive effect on you or brought you anything of benefit um, is truly special to know because when I uh, when I see you and I I witness you I, I see someone that's just residing in such a beautiful and loving state that it doesn't even feel like there's anything I can do to support that further. You're already there. I am there. And the thing is, it's not about the doing mm. or the having. And honestly, I feel like you embody this way more than I am able to. And that I'm always aspiring to it's in the being. You, you you refer to that a lot. I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be present here now. And when I am present and I, and I'm centered and I tune into myself in this now, everything is good. And in this now, I have everything I need in this now. And this now will take me to the next moment and the next moment. And I feel such a deep sense of that agape love, love for all, regardless 
of the light and dark and good and bad and right or wrong. That's what 5D in New Earth is all about. That's ascension. That's the whole, that's part of the pr progress. And that's the purpose, right? To get to that place of unity consciousness. No separation, no distortion from fear. Just love where it's all oneness, zero point. Mm -hmm. And when you say, be, I'm just going to be, then that's where you are in that moment. You reside there. There's nothing you need to do. You are here now. I love the way he just... Simplify it to what matters most. There's no fluff. There's nothing extra. There's nothing distorted. It's just, let's bring it back to the one thing that matters most. It's and very it's simple, isn't it? Like when we get all the gunk out of the way and let go, for me, my lifetime lesson, let go, let go, let go. And when we let go of all those things we are not, and we get back to our, our core of our being and who we are, who we be. It always comes down to one thing. Can we just simplify it to presence? The doing that manifests or emerges naturally. It's, it's an easy doing, I find. I find when we make that state of being, that state of presence and mindfulness, the fundamental practice, I find that what we feel compelled to do. It happens so naturally and easy. It's almost as though, not almost, you, you arrive to a place where that which you are doing is the easiest thing to do. Yes. It's almost like the path of least resistance, going with the flow like water, moving like water. Look how water moves around rocks. Yes, water's powerful. It has the ability to flow and to crash. And how do we guide that? Through our intention. Now this intention, what part does the mind play in this? I believe that the well, I, my experience is that I know the biggest, oh, I can't even find the right word. I'm just going to say, here's love and here's fear. And what the mind wants to do, the, the ego, and I am not saying the ego is bad. We must have an ego to operate in this world, okay? 
it's necessary to put this ego aside at times, but it serves a function. Okay, so I'm just gonna ask it to step aside. So the ego is the one that locks on to fear. I'm not enough, I'm not worthy. The world is a scary place. I'm a victim, things are happening to me. Um, those types of things. And those all come from a place of fear. So any, what we would describe or label as negative emotion, I believe those emotions stem from fear. So ultimately, all emotions to down deuce, they deduce down to two, fear or love. So if I'm in fear, I am not in love. And that's where intention and free will and choice comes in. So this place where you and I connect, Brian, we really are in, in 5D. When, when we are in this energy, in this elevated energy, and we are in a complete space of love, just being. It's easy. Once you get there, it's easy. Yes, I fall out of it. And then I'll come back to it. And that's just part of this process as human beings having a spiritual experience. What causes us to fall out of it? What causes fear? The unknown? What causes? That's a good question. What causes fear, Brian? I believe fear is our response, our emotional response. The emotional experience that we have in response to expressing something that is in alignment with source with expressing something that isn't in alignment with love. And so I believe that the experience of fear results when we move away from that, when we think a unloving thought, when we act unlovingly, because that could not occur without an unloving thought. So I, I think it's that. It's the a thought that is resistant to and not in alignment with unconditional love man you put that perfectly yes yeah. i absolutely yes yes now i think yeah. we're um to make this a little bit more practical the the fear that we we experience um as human beings i find is often associated with a program that we created and haven't yet resolved and haven't yet let go of through our awareness. So what I mean by this is if an incident and experience creates this, this idea in ourselves that we can be or that we are, separate, limited, not loved, that thought, that belief can have a way of 
creating this program that may end up being triggered in our experience once again, causing for that experience of fear to re-arise. That makes absolute sense. So I have my own personal uh, methods and ways. And I want to ask you, when you notice that you are over here in fear, maybe you don't even notice it as fear. Maybe it's something you would more like describe as a, a negative emotion. What are some tools? What are some ways? What are things that you do think, say, be? What are some, what's like a couple of the first things that come to mind for you when you know you're out of alignment, it doesn't feel good, you've recognized it, and you want to get back into alignment? Mm -hmm. Well, first, let me say thank you for asking me. It's always so um, humbling when, when the question, when a guest decides to ask me a question, it tells me that you have an interest in what I have to say. So that I appreciate. Absolutely. Well, this is a very valid and important subject to me. And a lot of what I talk about that I share with others is about fear and love and that whole process and how do we get to the place where we're in love all the time so i sincerely and truly want to know what some of the tools and things that you do to elevate yourself and put you back in connection with source i definitely have a few that just come through immediately first thing Definitely gratitude, gratitude and appreciation. Um, you can think a grateful thought at any moment. And <laughs> if you think about something that you're grateful for, it can be as simple as I'm grateful for food. I'm grateful for this person. It can be anything that you genuinely are feel fortunate to have in your life that grateful thought will always always lift your vibration up even if it's just slightly and one of the things i often come back to is just reach for the slightly better feeling and so that's something practical that i think anybody can implement Think a grateful thought. If you're ever swimming in a lower frequency state, give that a shot. Now, more, I won't say more, but um, I think fundamentally, as in the foundation, the foundation of being, as you described, always being in that state of love. I, uh, I actually want to kind of reemphasize that that can be the aim. We can make always being in that the aim. And we can believe that that's possible for us. 
But I do think that um, at the foundation is presence, mindfulness. We feel our highest, we express our highest in a state of presence. The more the the more awareness, the higher state of awareness that we are operating in, the better we're going to feel. Those two things are intertwined, one of the same thing. Now, of course, being present and mindful when you're undergoing denser negative emotions, it can be hard to bring ourselves to that that state of presence I describe of, but it's not so much a on or off thing as much as it is about how much degree, what degree of presence and mindfulness are you exhibiting? And so again, just coming back to this moment with your attentiveness to it, I'm gonna get one little practical thing thrown in there because I know just saying be mindful might not be enough to grasp onto. Um, it really is that simple, but a tool that we can use, a stepping stone, if you will, uh, that comes to mind here is focusing on the looking has really helped me. Really focus on seeing what you see. And that has a way of bringing me into a state of presence. Try it right now, Andrea. I was going to ask you, you mean literally? Like, yeah. So just just getting grounded and getting present to what is happening here in front of me, 3D. Oh, Brian, you hit the nail on the head for me. That is literally what I have been working on my entire life, but I'm still working on it. And that is a wonderful practice. You just, right, you just stop, right? And just take note of things in your surrounding just see, just see those words. I heard a teacher uh, say, focus on the looking. And I've like, they've just made this mark on my heart because it comes like this. And I know you, you've done this before in your, your own, well, in your own way, but maybe not with this phrase, but let's take a second here and do this. See everything that you're seeing and see it more clearly. Really focus on what you're seeing. Everything just pops with greater life. It does. It becomes more vibrant, more detail, more contrast, more almost like <laughs> alive. Alive. <laughs> I love that word. Mm. That's a good word. <laughs> it is a good word. It feels good. Thank you for sharing that. Now we bring it back over to you. What um, what comes up when you when you consider some of the some guidance for dealing with those lower frequency states, bringing ourselves up, raising our vibration. 
feeling better. Wow. Are you asking me? Okay. I, I absolutely agree with number one. That is my first go-to. You said it. Gratitude. There is nothing. I really can't think of anything else right at the moment that trumps that in terms of like getting you back up to a higher vibration or frequency, connecting you back to source, back to your own center. I also believe that gratitude is the highest form of prayer. I'm not asking, I'm not asking for anything. All I'm doing is saying, thank you. Thank you for what I have. And it's very humbling. It's very humbling. And it's full of a lot, a lot of love. Gratitude. Gratitude is everything. It is. It's so important. And it's so easy to forget about. And I said that to myself yesterday. I was driving and I was like, thank you for the sky and thank you for the mountains and thank you for the music. And I was driving and I was like, I haven't done that in a while. Why? It feels so good. Mm -hmm. So yes, thank you for bringing that one up. It's my favorite. I believe you arrive into a state where it's just happening naturally. You're naturally, maybe that's why you haven't really thought about it much lately because you're just residing in that state. And of course, it's always, there's always room to feel a little bit more joy. So there's always room to feel a little bit more grateful. That's why it's not ever a on or off thing. It's mm-hmm. to what degree and that's the beauty of it. We can always allow a little bit more joy. So one thing that just quickly comes up here is we shouldn't be hard on ourselves or not being or feeling as good as we can feel because, well, you can always allow in a little bit more. Um, there's no limit. There's no limit, family. You now, know what? You're right. That That is a good point. There's, there is... There is no destination. Love. Love is just. We're, we're just. We are. So there's nowhere we need to get to be. Mm-hmm. We are there. Um, I wanted to just say how. In those moments when I was driving and appreciating everything. I think the reason I was able to do that and this hits on what you were talking about, I got really present. I became very aware, very mindful. That just ties back in with what you were expressing. Mm -hmm. It's it's all intertwined. Um, Actually kind of exactly where I was um, find myself headed. It's we come into a state where it's just what we're naturally being. We don't need to, okay, what am I grateful for now? 
right? Not to say that you might not feel inspired to do that. That might be something that you want to do or you feel inspired to do. Um, but I feel like I got it. We should look upon gratitude. What we're speaking to is being in a grateful state. Less about thinking about what you're grateful for. Now, those thoughts will support you in coming into that state. But yes, it's being in that grateful state of being. You know what's funny? I know that you said grateful. I also heard you say graceful. And that that grateful state is very similar to a state of grace. Mm -hmm. It has a very similar quality to me. I totally agree. I totally see that. I feel like all these different words that we use, gratitude, love, grace, harmony, peace, it's all really just pointing in the same direction. They're not, they conceptually have different meanings to them, let's say, or different definitions to them. But where we're pointing another, where we're moving into ourselves is ultimately just the state of being. And these words are just there to try to guide us there. So that's why I think you you see that connection because, well, when you're in a state of gratitude, you're likely also in a state of grace. Yes. Yeah. That's all we're really doing, trying to point each other back home to that state of being, to this present moment. All the words we speak, all the games we play, is that not just a, a means to being here and enjoying here as fully as we can? Absolutely. I know Earth is a school, and I know we learn, but I believe at this point in the game, it's, it's more about remembering. Mm -hmm. remembering who we are, letting go of all the extraneous that keeps us in fear, letting go of who we are not, so we can come back to who we are, which is love. And then it gets easy. Mm. When you say remember who we are what do you mean by this who are we we are children of our creator and because of that we are worthy we are worthy because we exist in the image of our creator our creator has given us tools energy knowledge, wisdom, everything we need to create also. We are co-creators with source. 
The only thing we have to do is get out of our own way. We're always connected to creator, to source energy. And one of the greatest gifts that creator has given us is the gift of free will. Some of us are not in awareness that we have free will and choice. Some of us are aware that we have free will and choice. So this comes, this segue is great really well back into um, what I do to get back into a place of a love vibration. How so? so What's the connection? The connection is to make that choice consciously, mindfully, from a place of truth and knowingness. Not someone else's truth, your own individual truth. And so in, in each moment, this is where, uh, I love this about you so much, Brian. You are so, you have such presence of mindfulness. And if we could each cultivate that, it would make it so simple. So one, one thing that I use, a barometer, to let me know if I'm in fear or love, is I go, hmm, does this feel good or better? Then I know I'm in a, a love vibration or frequency. If I go, does this feel good or better? So that's, that's how I have simplified it for my barometer. Another word you could use is, or a question you could ask is, is this the most expansive thing I could do right now? Mm. Is this the most expansive thought I could have right now? Is this the most expansive action I could take right now? Is this the most expansive feeling I could have right now and we do have we do have influence upon our emotions and our thoughts we do we are not at the mercy of them we can choose our thoughts yes we can direct our thoughts and because of that we can choose love mm -hmm. that's how we choose them yes no it's a moment to moment. Yeah. Just one after the other in each moment. Yeah. It's um it's equally about and important that we make it about practicing that that mindfulness as well as it is as it is about practicing that that positive feel good thinking, that loving thinking, aligning with that in both ways. See, that's the thing. It's, it might sound like they're, um, they're different things. Well, should I be focused on positive thinking or should I be focused on not thinking? Well, no, it's, 
It's both. It's always both. My new favorite word. Well, both and. Word. Huh? Both and. <laughs> Two sides of the same coin. One hey, half. I have a question. Please. When, when you look at those two things, is that like a sacred masculine, sacred feminine aspects? I think that's another way of describing different two. Those are words we can use to describe the these two intertwining energies. Is that how you use those terms? Yeah, I would. Yeah, yes. There's so many Pol different terms we can use for it. Right. Polarities. Yin yang. Yes. Uh, the one that I find helps for especially the um, the analytical brain um, is active passive. Can you say more about that? Sure. The yin, sorry, the uh, the yin, the feminine, is a passive receptive energy. It's an allowing, it's an accepting, it's a being, it's a not pressing upon, not changing, it's a, again, allowing, the receiving. If we're out of balance in this regard, we feel stressed often, we feel stressed, we feel exhausted, we feel in fear because we feel like, I often find that where people go out of balance and this is where they start fighting with their reality to change it they feel like there's something wrong with their reality i need to change it so i'm not going to accept or allow i'm not accepting in this state we're not accepting or allowing our experience as it is because there's some sort of thinking that it's not enough as it is and then we get caught up with this wrestling with our reality to, to try to change it but now as important as it is to be radically accepting of our our experience and the moment that we're in of the present moment allowing the intention of creating something of our experience and and having an intention for what we wish to experience this is the masculine energy it's the intention it's the active it's this is what i want to experience this is what i want and i'm going to create that because i'm a creator and i can i can i have the power to create that i can choose that and so both of these things both of these energies are absolutely integral when it comes to residing in our highest state as well as experiencing all that we wish to experience we must be both active in our intention but also passive in our our acceptance our receiving our allowing because here's where the magic happens and then i want to hear your thoughts that which is in alignment with our highest experience that which is of our truest desires doesn't need to be thought about too much our preferences what we desire 
is already known. It is already known energetically. And so we don't need to sit thinking too much about what we want because that request has already been put out there. In fact, that experience already exists. Vibrationally, that reality already exists. It's in our opening up to receive that experience that we experience this higher experience and our true desires. What are your thoughts, Anja? Okay, I'll tell you what popped in my head. The timeline, the portal, and, the, and this isn't gonna make any sense, but I'll say this just really quickly. It won't make sense to other people until we go into it at a later date, but we, there are multiple timelines. There are parallel timelines, alternate timelines that exist. And when we are on our highest timeline, what I saw was there was, there was the, the, the young masculine, yet the young feminine. And it's like, I was thinking of this, I was, I, I was thinking, well, how does the sacred masculine energy work in 5D? Because the old way was to bulldoze through and make it happen. It doesn't necessarily work that way in 5D. There are other ways that we manifest. And this, this seems extremely in to me to receive. And, and so I'm feeling like the polarities on the timeline and it's almost like they're magnetic and they're, so there's a receiving and a giving. I guess I'm just feeling the polarities somehow coming in, in into resonance with each other, merge, mm -hmm. aligning and merging. So and then that's resonance. when the manifestation and the magic happens. So much resonance with what you shared. Now, is that something that you've thought about in that no, way before? No, it just happened. Just downloaded, came through. I, I'm yes. going to be the mirror that confirms that for you. I well, you inspired it. We inspire each other. Thank you. Everything that's being channeled through this conversation, everything that's being transmitted is a product of two beings, two manifestations of the one coming together to honor each other, to connect, and to serve. And that's when one plus one doesn't equal two anymore. I certainly, certainly agree with or resonate with these, this idea that 5D consciousness is, let's call it a merging, a union. I like the word union, a union of the masculine and feminine energies where they come into this balance and harmony with one another that we don't perceive of a difference between them. The active and the passive is happening 
in unison. So it's no longer this, this push and pull that many of us are still experiencing where in some experiences and some moments we need to feel a little bit we we've it's the the acceptance and the allowing that isn't being brought through it's not we're not receiving Mm -hmm. and then in other moments maybe we're not setting forth in strongly enough in our intention right i think a lot of us still are still in this place where we're teetering tottering out of in and out of balance but what I think another way that we can describe and conceptualize what a 5D consciousness feels and looks like is we're in, we're in balance. We've integrated both of these energies where we are actively creating and passively receiving that which we are creating as one. That was beautiful. That was very succinct and a a wonderful way to explain a lot really quickly. We're bringing through some great energy, you and I. (laughs) This is some wonderful, wonderful light and love and knowledge and wisdom and tools coming through. The subject is definitely my cup of tea. These are the kinds <laughs> of conversations I love for. I don't know about you. I yeah, I live for this. It 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 fills my heart. It does. More love. Just more love. I would say it feels alive. <laughs> it does feel alive and every time you say that it makes me just want to you, you it makes me giggle almost like up like in my high heart mm, it makes my heart. high heart happy tell me about the high heart the is high there heart? anything that you feel wants to be shared with regards to this i think there's okay. a reason why you so for those of you who are familiar with the chakra system most of us are familiar with seven basic chakras And we also have sub chakras. And here where the thymus is, is our high heart. It's a sub chakra. So you have your heart and your high heart and the high heart will come online at different times for each of us. It is, I don't know any other way to say it besides pure, unconditional love. Nothing else, nothing, 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 nothing. Pure, unconditional love. And it is the highest love that I know. It surpasses time and space. It doesn't matter if if I'm here in the physical, and my loved one is in the non-physical. It doesn't matter how many people I know or I don't know. I can still love them. I can just love. I am love. I am. So I be love right here. I be love. 
That's my high heart. <laughs> Beautiful description. One um one piece of insight that I'm reminded of that I think of. Um, actually, I think it's probably the first time I've heard the term high heart was in the context of as an Arcturian's channeling where they were reminding us that that's where we can feel into the love that they have for us. That's where we can feel into their presence. So they were specifically guiding us into feeling them in our high heart, which I found really interesting. Again, this is the first time I've ever heard the term high heart. I love that. That were, I love what you said about how whoever was uh, expressing that said that this is how we can connect. Yes, we absolutely can connect to our own I am love. We can connect to our galactic guidance and our angelic guidance. And all I want to say about that is the galactics represent the sacred masculine and the angelics represent the sacred feminine. Another, both and, two sides of the same coin. We think there's all the separation and division in our world when really we know we're all connected. It's, we're all one. So galactic and angelic, two sides of the same coin. I want to hear more about this. Um, do you have do you have experiences that well I guess what I'm curious here about is where how did you arrive to that knowing? Is I that remembered? Uh, <laughs> I love that. Honestly, that is one of my messages right now. Something I really want to impart. And I, I, I want other people just to use their critical thinking, but entertain that. Mm -hmm. you have any stories for us? Okay, give me okay, give me give me a topic or whatever you want. Okay. Channeling. <laughs> okay, you want to hear a crazy story? Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. I uh, first started channeling. I was helped by someone I met in uh, Telluride, Colorado at the age of 20. She introduced me to channeling and helped me with the process. The first guide that came to me was Saint Germain. He's the keeper of the violet flame. And what I know now, and he often comes to me when I work with people on occasions, he comes to people and to those who first step up on their spiritual path. So first he showed up 
And then I worked with a few more beans and months went on. And so this, this is my, this is my crazy part of the story. I mean, you're going to think I'm psycho now. I was all grounded in reality, looking around the room. <laughs> and now I'm talking about these galactic beings. I felt, I felt it was time to, to go there. I, um, I okay. definitely sent this time to, to play in that. We so, got the important message out. Now let's play in this. Okay, let's play. <laughs> so I met a being that introduced himself as a commander of a Wait, ship. Is this a um This is a galactic, being? a non-physical galactic being. Okay. And and this being is this in a like an sorry to cut you off, but just to kind of no. get all the, the the details painted, this is an a out of body type experience, or is this more? How would you describe oh. this this meeting well, and the experience? When I do my work back then, I would go into a deep meditation. Okay. Okay. And I will say that I no longer channel beings' energy necessarily. Now I, I channel or I'm a vessel for pure source energy. So mm -hmm. at the time I was opening myself up to other beings, which I'll finish the story. So the commander of the ship happens to be a mantis. A mantis? Mantis. This is a, a race. This is a race. This is a galactic mm -hmm. race. Mm -hmm. And I read about them. And they have been around, I, I, I don't know, years, um, since right after creation. Okay. And they are part of some creation races. They are also known for being quite vicious. Some mm -hmm. of them are. But there's also benevolent factions. So anyway, I meet a commander and he's a mantis. And I only saw him probably one or two times and then he wears a helmet. It took me many, many years to really understand what a mantis is. Mm -hmm. And I'm just recently uh, through research learning more about the mantises, their race the factions that split off, what they can do, who they were, what they did, how they helped with creation. It's very interesting. So I meet the commander of this ship and that's who I started channeling. He would give me information. He worked on my brain with the left and right hemispheres. He would tell me what supplements to take and take me on, uh, I suppose you would say, take me to other places to view. And so I thought he was my commander, my commander, my personal commander. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing galactic work for 30 something years. And, oh, about two years ago, I was on a ship 
And he was on the ship with me because at one point he said, I am not your commander. He said, we this are was two years ago. Yeah. So, and you first and, connected um, with this being when you were 20? Yes. And only two years ago. So in this whole time, he was your commander in your mind. Yes. Now, what does that yes. mean, though? That's who I thought he was. What What does it mean um, to you that you, you thought more he like was... More like a mentor. Mentor. Okay. Mentor, guide. And he's not? How, kind why of the would one you say leading he's... me. Okay, so you, you look no, to not him that he as isn't. a guide. Right. Yes. And okay. at one point, he told me, we are equal. Mm-hmm. This was the meeting two years ago that you came to. Yes. Okay. Please continue. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're going down a rabbit hole, Brian. You're taking me down a real rabbit hole. I just want you to realize this. This is a real rabbit hole. Yeah, that's. This, um... I have. I can't believe I'm going to share this. Okay, I'm going to really? share. Really? Wait, I'm actually a little bit surprised. Is this not something that you find? Well, I'm, I can, I can understand if it's not something that you just I don't want to live and talk about. Obvious. But you don't have any problem. No, I can share being, it. I have no attachment to how anybody receives any uh -huh. of my information because that's not on me. And so I'm, I'm doing this from a place of love because there may be others who could relate to this in some way, shape, or form. It wouldn't. So, Andre, you I and heard, I both know that go ahead. you wouldn't be speaking the words you're speaking unless someone is going to benefit from it. So many. 100%. Yeah. Continue down this rabbit hole. Let us continue down this rabbit hole together. That applies to the rest of the uh, family that's joining for us. If you're hearing wow. this, whether this is live or you're watching or listening to the replay, you, Andra, and myself, we're you're all good, Brian. You're getting information out of me. <laughs> that's what I'm here for you're to good. pull it out of you. Now let's go venture All down right. this rabbit hole. Well, you're discover. a master. <laughs> okay, so he tells me we're co-commanders. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then after a few months of knowing he's my co-commander, I I can't remember what it what journey it was on, but he decides to tell me he's my Twin flame. Mm -hmm. Yeah. After knowing Here we him go, for Brian. 20, 30 years. 30, yeah, 30 something years. And he withheld that from you for that time. Yeah, okay. I didn't know. It wasn't time for me to know. I don't think mm -hmm. I would have been able to accept it. Mm hmm. And there was, there actually came a time 
when I asked if he would incarnate. And what I know is that he is just a relevant term. We, we know that. So I, I just refer to him as he, since I'm the sacred feminine, so. Even to 5D. And out of concern, I asked him not to incarnate, but why that may or may not happen. I don't know how much control I have over that. Why did I ask him not to incarnate? Yeah. Because, because of the process he may have to go through to remember who he is. And so at this point for him to incarnate, he would either have to be, he would have to do a walk-in or a soul braid. Those are all other. I, yeah, maybe, maybe another rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That's another rabbit hole. We'll see if it's one that wants to be explored, but it's still one here the rest of it. Right. Um, so familiar with walk-ins, do you feel I like it's relevant to, to, to touch on the soul braid thing or do you want to just come back with the story? Yeah, that's what I thought. No, well, yeah, we can come back. But for, but for a, an evolved being to incarnate in a human body without going through being a baby, there are certain processes that can happen. One of them is by being a walk-in, the other is by having a soul braid. So I won't elaborate anymore today, but the words are walk-in and a soul braid. So if anyone wants to look that up, or we can find something and then post later about it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I asked him not to incarnate, to come to this density because I, well, I was concerned. Where's that concern coming from? Is that fear or love? See, I need to get really clear about that. Here I'm processing. Oh my gosh, Brian. <laughs> so I need to. <laughs> I didn't so think yeah, anything I more can come from in. this, but looks like we're hitting, um, we're hitting more than one nail on the head here. Oh my god. <laughs> Who could have thought you could be in well, service and what was this process topic? within yourself? We ascend together. It's sister. all good stuff. You know this. Yes, this is true. And each of these aspects or expressions and they just represent the different elements that are present. But it's all big one ball of wax, right? <laughs> wax. We're just like dissecting little pieces. You right. Know? All right, right, so, right, right. So, Brian, you have a twin. And I know a lot of people who are very interested in this topic, whether they have, whether they are with their twin or not, whether they're new to the concept, whether they've always known. And I know this particular slant on this topic probably seems really crazy, 
why would I ask my twin to stay in the non-physical? Having a twin in the physical is one of the greatest gifts possible. I will say that. Absolutely, hands down. Heaven. Absolutely heaven. And it comes with its challenges. Many, many, many challenges. And for my level, that's not the right word. For my current awareness, you know what? That's me trying to figure things out. That's not my job. Mm. My job isn't to figure out the details. And I already know what I want. Just like you said, we don't have to think about what we want. We, we already know what we want. Yeah. You went in the mind for a little bit there, huh? Trying to want to know. Yeah. Let's not go there. <laughs> and the what? Yes. What do you think about that? The whys? I, I had a conversation with a friend the other day and a couple times I asked the question why and he's like, he's, he said, try another question. He said, why isn't going to get you anywhere? What do you mm. think about that? See, that's immediately my re reaction response is this. That's too of an absolute of a statement. Any statement that suggests that there's... Oh, yeah. Never. Yeah. And so here's here's immediately what I sense. I understand where he's coming from because there is truth and power in what he's saying. Um, because the wise in the in a state of imbalance can can be a, a yearning for more. It can be a, well, I need to know and an attachment to a knowing, right? And not feeling as though- is that the ego, like the monkey mind, it, is that what that is? Right. I think if the, the why is being asked from ego, um, again, it's it's- going to that's going to coincide a sense of um attachment yearning it, it can and that doesn't that doesn't feel good a lot of people are asking why 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 and it's in the state of not enoughness in that state of there's something missing and i need to know what's coming but it's both and mm -hmm. there's a why that in asking and it runs <laughs> deeper than than ego it's it's a why that we we feel um there's a beauty and a magic that unfolds when we when we ask why we're being delivered all this goodness this magic and there's a why imbued in all of it there's meaning imbued in all of it and asking that question why um feeling into the why i should say 
allowed for that experience to blossom into to something even more magical. Why is that bird chirping? Why do I feel this way? Why is that person saying the words that they're saying to me? There's more, there's always more coming your way. There's always more gifts that bestow you. And why it can be a beautiful means to unpacking that. It seems very layered. Like you can, you can go deeper, go deeper, go deeper, right? Thank you. I like how you express that. Thank you for asking yet another great question. You wanted to um you wanted to go into twins, it seems. Um is your story over by the way? Were we were we Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a great so, story. The end of the story, I don't know what's going to happen next. It's always a surprise. Mm. That's the fun part. Okay, so when someone says something like, I've been doing galactic work for 30 plus years. <laughs> Light bulbs of questions just start ringing in my head, popping up. And um, I also want to just kind of take a men- uh, make mention of how, how much, how I love that you're still so down to earth and you still do simplify it to the simplest and truest things we can make it about. But you also have all this experience to you that, are you still with me, Andre? I noticed that it was getting a little choppy for a second. It was choppy. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm hearing you. It's probably actually on my end. Yeah, I'm hearing you. Um, So I was just kind of saying that even through everything that um, you've been through, and it sounds like there's a lot to it, um, you still bring it back to the grounded, important, core that rests beneath it all so i think there's something great about um both sides of that the side of it's very simple don't overcomplicate things this is what matters love people just love but then there's also this this game that we get to play of (laughs) (laughs) you see you even light up when i just mention it this game that we get to play of <laughs> uncovering the mysteries, uncovering the mysteries, and seeing more and more come to life. Um, so I find that what I'm I'm feeling into is there's when we got that foundation down, then we can play that game from a place of 
then we can bring it together where we, we can have more fun with those games and not be attached to them and not get lost in them, I should say. Right. Um, That's a good way to put it. Yeah. But I think those games are, are just so fun to play, and that's why I want to move into them. Yeah. So you tell me if um, this is something you want to talk a little bit more about today, or, you know, I could have you back on for another oh, episode. We could go on. Um, <laughs> if, if you're interested, we could uh, devote a podcast just to the Galactic. We will. I, I already know that, and I think I've probably made mention of this in the past do you have a question for me brian receiving one now what can you tell us about the ascension process that we are in the midst of the first thing i want to say to everybody there, there is nothing. Oh, this is going to sound so in, counterintuitive. I'm speaking to the sacred feminine in each of us right now, okay? There is nothing that you need to be, do, or have for this process. It is encoded into your DNA. You can't help but go through this because we're all going to go through this. We're just going through it in different time sequences. Some of us that are in awareness and, and conscious choice and on this path, we're the way showers. We are the mavericks. We go first. We're trailblazers. Some of us have to. Some people have to go first. So I'm one of those people. Brian, you're one of those people. And I bet a lot of the people listening in are those people. And we go first. And we make it easier for those who've come after us and then they make it easier for those that come after them so i guess my biggest message is you are here now you are here now enlightenment and 5d it's not about studying and working hard and suffering and it's not about that it's we're here to create in joy we are here to just be loved to feel it to give it to experience it and when we are in the space we're here there's nowhere else to be nirvana enlightenment whatever the different philosophies call it when you are present in here and now, that is heaven. That is 5D. Brian has so many tools. I have so many tools. 
I know so many people with so many tools. They're available to each of you is everything you could ever need to know so that you can accelerate yourself on your ascension path. All that is available for you. Any information you need, any tools, it is here. All you have to do is seek and ask. And Brian is a perfect place to start, the perfect person to start with, with Ascension Academy. I definitely want to bring that up because that's some good stuff. And although I say there's nothing you need to do, there are things you can do to further your progress. At the same time, it's both. It's both, Brian. Well, it's, again, it's the yin and the yang. The, the receiving and the giving, the, the action and the non-action. And, mm-hmm. and that's where we land. Both. Both and. <laughs> Both and. <laughs> Sister. Thank you. Begin? That would be the best place to begin and then just stay in. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I reside in a state of gratitude and you make it all the more easier to do so. I think every time we've spoken, at least once I looked at you and said, thank you for being a beautiful reminder because that's what you are when I witness you. I am, it's incredible the way in which you can bring one up the way that you can bring one into the present moment into a state of peace ease i admire the way that you express yourself i have a deep appreciation for everything that you are being and I want to thank you for joining us on this episode of the Awaken Podcast. Thank you, Brian. It was a pleasure to be here. This was really fun. Let's do it again and go down the rabbit hole. Oh, we are just scratching the surface. I know that. (laughs) We're going to play all kinds of games. I love it. Anja, um, I think what you said more than enough and you've said I think everything that matters most but is there any last few words that maybe want to come out is there anything that you'd like to um any invitations that you want to put out in case someone wants to to connect with you yes you can find me at Andromega life coaching and spiritual guidance I also have another page and group called attached at the soul path of the twin flame. And I just wanted to leave you with some words. You are a child of our creator. Because of that, you are worthy. You are enough. You are gifted free will. You have choice. 
You are loved beyond measure. You are cherished. Become the golden child, pure of heart, and know that you are love. Namaste. Senders, that is going to be all from my conversation with Andrea. I do hope that I was able to bring you back home to spark a sense of remembrance of who you really are, as it did for me. Let's keep coming back home. Let's keep moving into that, being in that state of knowing, presence, gratitude, unconditional love for ourselves and for all. We know what we ascend into, Ascenders. If you're here with us listening to this show, I'm willing to bet that you've come into your knowing. Now let us continue to practice this, integrate this fully, and allow our true selves to keep shining through. Ascenders, We're here to unite. We're here to serve. If you've heard this call, the Ascend Academy is looking for you. Academy.togetherweascend.com is where you can learn more about all that's been unfolding in the Academy and perhaps apply to become our newest member. Anyways, Ascenders, that's going to be all for this episode. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you to our growing community. A lot of amazing energy coming in and I'm deeply grateful to be a part of it all. We're in this together, family. So until next time, keep ascending.